What is up, everybody? You yo, are back with yo. us tonight here on the Par Bar Live, coming to you on Twitch. Oh, shit. Woo! And with me, as always, to my left is Vince T. Yo, yo, what up, mother effers? Yes, and joining us for the first time on the big table. Somehow he graduated to this <laughs> level tonight. As you can see in the frame, he ain't really invited yet because half his body's showing up. I told this motherfucker to scoot in like 18 times. Yeah, and the motherfucker don't listen. Yeah, he, I think he on the run. He might be on the run. I don't know. <laughs> he wanted. D-Nut is here. Yo, yo. What's up, D's Nuts? D's Nuts. These Nuts has been uh, very persistent in our uh, in bitch. our bar culture. Yeah, he's been, uh, he's been the bitch. dumbest bitch here. Um, <laughs> And of but, course, as you can see, who's missing from the table tonight is our beloved Auntie yes. Coco. But we are going to get her on the line, ain't that right, Mark? That's right. We're going to get her on. Fact, you know what? Let's call her ass right now. Let's do it right now. <laughs> ass. Yes. And you'll figure out why we say ass. Let's see if she answers. Watch. Third ring. She really gonna do this to us? Fired. <laughs> the fuck? Didn't we set this up already? Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. You know what? Six, one. Yeah, we're not gonna put her number yeah. out there for it. Yeah. 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 I know some of y'all was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me get that. Let me get that. Yeah, let me get that. Get some digits. <laughs> well, we're gonna wait for her to call her back. Yes, she she has plans to be here on the show, but um it's been a it's been a long time since we've been back. So apologize to all those on our Twitch and all of our, you know, platforms. Uh speaking of platforms, we come out every Thursday. What time, Mark? Ooh, at 11 o'clock? Yep. And supposed to be at least a good. <laughs> supposed to be 11. <laughs> Close, yeah, yeah, about 11 ish. Yeah, 11. So like five-ish. Yeah, yeah somewhere in there. You know, you listen yep. between that time frame, you're, you're going to hear us. Yep, catch right. us on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, and every Thursday at 7 p.m. on Island City. Where what the biatch meets the street. Yes, yes, yes. And Mark, how Plus, you been, bro? It's It's been a fucking while. Ooh, man, it has been, man. It, it's, it's, uh, seems like it's been forever, dude. You know, it's only been what, a couple weeks, a few weeks. Yeah, it's, it's been a few weeks for sure. Um, you know, we've all been doing some some traveling here. Yeah. Um, you've been out the country? Went out of the country, first time down into uh, Cancun, Mexico. Yeah. Um, shout out to Jonathan and Jessica. Yay. The new time, husband time and wife. Yes. Uh, went down there for their uh, their wedding. Um, I was one of the groomsmen. I got honored with that, that, uh, that one of those, as the task of being a groomsman. Yeah. Um, but it was it was cool, man. Uh, first time going that far south um, in the Mexico, that far south in a Latin country that had nothing to do with uh, <clears throat> work. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, just you know, mi- military <laughs> stuff, you know. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. But um, no, you know, and I was I was excited. First, I was a little little skeptical, a little hesitant, you know, because you hear about the stuff going on down there. Yeah, for sure. But as the time drew closer and closer to us leaving. I started getting a little more excited, you know, which I think is normal for anybody, right? You're going to take a trip. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, you know, doing that, uh, that CBX bridge crossing from Tijuana or from, from the United States into Tijuana for the airport, bro, that thing is such a breeze. Too easy. Too easy. 2,500 steps. 
I mean, too easy as in anybody can do that shit. Oh no, no, no! Because you you have to go through customs. You have to have your passport. You have to pre-purchase your uh, CBX pass, and then you have to fill out a little screening uh, form that you have to give to customs before you could cross into Mexico. Yeah, and then uh, you know, obviously, you go through the X-rays and all that other stuff. But it's a breeze. It goes through real quick. Right. I think altogether it took us. Tops maybe twenty minutes. Hell yeah! From wow. the time we got dropped off till we stepped foot in the airport. Dope. And uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, we got we got some first time people in the chat. We got a V V Eclipse. You said what's good, D? You know oh, that? that's uh, it's the homie Victor. Oh, I believe yeah. That's not Victor. Oh, is that Victor? That Mad Dog Twenty Twenty Victor. Dumb oh, bitch. Oh, no, not him. Not, not him. Oh, that's oh, a different Victor. Hey, I'm glad that ain't you. I'm glad that this <laughs> yeah. this Victor get roasted over. Talking here. about smoking some uh, homegrown and drinking some Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Motherfucker, what's this? Nineteen Seventy Two. Jack Rabbits. Jack, Jack Rabbits. What's up, Uncle Mark and D? That's oh, what my, up. Uh, that's my cousin Jonathan. Oh, what up? Uh, yeah. Okay. 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 I see. No, uh, Jim got another one. Uh, T T T G Bibby. T G Bibby. That might be my father. Maybe. Yeah, he said, yo, son, shout out, yeah. shout out to you, D. Proud of you. Proud of you, son. Respect, and he loves you. Love you, too, father. Love you, too. Hey, man, since your dad is on here, I we talk a lot of crap about your son, <laughs> but we always take care of him and, and because he takes care it's of us and, and fun, does a great job here on the show. So. But, you know, it's all well-deserved, though, too, you know. D-nut, you fuck up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hey, what Mark didn't say what he was doing in Mexico was doing a lot of these. Cheers, mm, fellas. Mm -hmm. There you go. D-Nut's first shot at the table yes. with the boys. Oh, man. Damn. We must be desperate. <laughs> Scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> ah, there you go. Uh, while we're waiting for Antico to call us back, um, Mark, your, your time in Mexico, so kind of, if you had one couple sentences, how to describe it? All inclusive is the way to go. Oh shit! <laughs> balling yes. out there. Huh? <laughs> yes, you feel like you're balling, but you're balling on a budget. But you're balling. Shit, don't matter as long as you ball. The drinks are good. The eats are good. Everything, and it's all inclusive. I spent a whopping fifteen when I checked out of my room. Whopping fifteen sixty one. Wow. Fifteen dollars and sixty one cents. Oh, cent, I thought bro. you meant fifteen hundred. Oh. I was like, <laughs> I know that was for dramatic effect. Fifteen dollars and sixty one cent. That was for. I think a tip or something like at the you bar. You can even tip $20? <laughs> no, it was like, trust me, though. It was $15 goes a long way. No, it was it was for something that I bought where I didn't have my room key, so I had to use, actually oh, use my got card. It, got it, got it. But I charged it to, was able to charge it to my room. Yeah, the guy let me charge it to my room. So, But they just pulled that out of my room deposit. So, Oh, no problem. But, yeah. I mean, you had a great time, I'm sure. Bro, it was a good time. We had, you know, it was all family there. Um, got to meet the other groomsmen. And those motherfuckers are a riot. Shout out to those guys. God dang. Um, there was one cat there, Ken, or uh, uh, Kenny. Shit, you ain't even like him that much. You know? No, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Don't make it up shit. Jimmy, Mad Laotian. That oh, dude nice. was hilarious, bro. Could not keep his clothes on on the dance floor night of the wedding. <laughs> He's trying to get a job down there. Yeah, he was trying to do something, bro. He's trying to make some bread. It was funny, but he, he was he was fun. He was hilarious. The best man. Um, he's actually does. Uh, he's starting breaking into uh, stand up comedy up in Long Beach. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. What's Got his name? It. Shout him out. Um, call him Matumbo because he's from Zimbabwe. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, 
he was a he was a Navy corpsman along with uh, with Jonathan oh. and uh, but funny guy, funny guy, really nice people, uh, good times. Um, dude, we were in the pool on Saturday. So this is a funny story. <clears throat> we're all in the pool on Saturday. They have a swim up to the bar. There's little stools in the water, and you could just have your drinks and everything right there under the little cabana. Yep. And we were just having a party, just having a blast. Um, the bartender we had was the same bartender we had the night before in the in the bar. Yep. <clears throat> he was just serving them up, serving them up. And uh, everybody was there partying it up. The whole bridal party, guests, everybody, parents, everybody. That night we had the rehearsal dinner. So we left the pool, everybody went up, showered, and literally we stumbled to the restaurant. We had dinner. We were drinking and shit in the restaurant. And then somebody goes, hey, what time is this rehearsal dinner? Rehearsal dinner? I mean, rehearsal? Yeah, we're supposed to do a rehearsal. (laughs) Oh, shh. Everybody forgot? I don't think anybody went to the rehearsal, bro. (laughs) And it was real evident the next day for the wedding. (laughs) It was just kind of just grab a partner and go. <clears throat> but <laughs> yeah, you know, and you know what? You're the next one up, motherfucker. <laughs> you better. Hey, you it, better it's going to be organized, mind. bro. Everything, everything's going to be color coded. Nah, but even then, you can see that uh, even without the organization of a rehearsal, we got our shit together the day of, the minute of. Everything falls in line. Everything yeah. fell right in line, and it was That's a beautiful dope. ceremony. And it was cool. It was up on this deck, and it was overlooking the beach, and nice, you know, blue, clear blue water, dark blue water. The only thing was that it was super, super windy. Ah, uh, you man. know, yeah. You just got to drink more for that. Yeah. Yep. It was super windy, but hot and humid. So it was a good mixture. But, uh, the uh, wooden archway that the bride and groom stood under. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it was after they were married and ceremony, and everybody's kind of mingling. It Hello. blew over. <laughs> oh. And blessings. And <laughs> Law would have. She was the one that noticed. She was sitting there. She kept looking at. It. She had said something. She's like, you know, I'm gonna get up. She got up. She moved away. Like not even thirty seconds later, right where she was sitting. Blam. Oh. I was like, damn. She's like, what would you have done if I would have gotten hurt? So well, you know, my medical insurance doesn't work down here. So <laughs> <laughs> I got my round trip ticket back. Man. <laughs> hey, speaking of round trip, your boy just got back from uh, Maui. Ooh. Uh, since we're talking about newlyweds, shout out to the IPOs that just got married out there. That was dope. Um, second time back to Maui. Um, little difference in pace for sure. Yeah, tell uh, us about that. Uh, kinda, you know, it's kinda... a little bit slower. Uh, actually, a lot slower, uh, in my opinion, coming from San Diego, going out there. Um, a lot of things closed before 10. Sidewalks roll up early. I mean, shit, you think you're walking around downtown at 3 in the morning. This shit is like 945, son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, it, I mean, uh, I'm just not used to the speed. I thought I would be used to it, like a little bit slower to be more relaxing. But I think uh, just being out, here from this, being out here in the city, I just enjoy you know, just walking around with people walking around. You know what I mean? Well, like, if you knew what to expect, well, I kind of like, did, but I didn't. I didn't know that. Much. That's I what I'm saying. So, like now, going going so back, sec- if you were to go back a second time, knowing that now, you know what you got to do to continue to have your good time. Oh yeah, but, for sure. But you can still appreciate that. No, it they was still had that kickback pace, right? I'll tell you one thing. I did uh, real quick. Shout out to our boy Pahu. Pahu, that, that's in the chat. Pahu, man. You got to say that proud. Hey, Pahu. Hey, what bitch you gonna play? <laughs> 
Pahu. Yeah, that's our boy. <laughs> uh, bro. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that was dope, and uh, and we're going to get to our, our first topic here soon enough, it was after the uh, Texas incident. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was dope to be around the majority of people. It was just like, they were just happy. Yeah. Nice. And uh, you could, like, I didn't hear, you know, it's crazy. I didn't hear one car honk. Really? Like in an, in an aggressive way. I think it was more in a, in a fun, loving way. Because Staying people were like waving. That, yeah. yeah, like oh, that. Okay. But I didn't hear one people, one person honk. Like, yo, get out the way. No road rage, nothing like that. Everyone's chilling. Um, y- you know, we, we I take it for granted here. Um, not even for granted. I think that people are more content over there with what they have. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily with the lifestyle that we have here. But, I mean, they're content and which makes them happy. That that I saw at least. I mean, yeah. they. I mean, who knows? It could have been a front because they work at the resort, but I mean, they seemed happy to me. Whatever. So which which about. was was really dope because their their personalities and their the way they treated us it rubbed off on us, right? Mm-hmm. And so you kind of pay it forward. Uh, that Aloha spirit. No, it was, bro. Yeah. I can't lie. I was like, yo, this shit is dope. Like, and they kept giving me discounts and shit everywhere. <laughs> they said, oh, your logo? I said, yep, give me the fucking discount. <laughs> Even when we said no, they're like, oh, shit, you guys look local. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. can I still get a discount? <laughs> <laughs> and don't listen to the can I get a discount episode that we did on here. Because oh, like, yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's different, all that's right? Different. That's different. That's different discount. <laughs> but, it, yeah, I mean, it was dope. Um, you know, the, the speed is a little different for me, but um, it was great to be around people that actually live here in San Diego. We just don't get the time to hang out with because when we're out here, we're all busy. So whoever made the trip, uh, it was memories made for sure. So that's probably better to have it in a slower paced uh, environment where, like you said, yeah, you guys you, are usually busy here. Yeah. Over there, it's slower paced. You get more. Pace, yeah. you can I just appreciate think when we don't, have, we don't have the business of, of regular life. Yeah. You, you just know, have time to, to calm down. It's just unwind. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, was, I think my only thing was like, damn, this shit really closed early. Yeah, like I want some more that? beer and everything's closed. Why is that? I just yeah. think that's the way the town is made. So, oh, okay. um, like Oahu is pretty much uh, a, a city life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think that, you know, in Maui, they respect like the, the family lifestyle. So people don't get home too too late to the kids, the family and all that. Okay. Um, and I think that's just what, that's how they want it, which I respect it totally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it's it's great mor- moral. Nothing um, wrong with it, yeah. You know, they they get to go home, spend time with their family, their kids, and um, safe environment and all that. Yeah, and then unfortunately, uh, to segue into our our, our first topic, but uh, before we even get to that, um, you are listening to the Par Bar Show on Island City, where the biatch meets, meets the, the streets. Dina, if you're gonna sit at the table, bro, you gotta fucking chime in. That's it. Um, Should we try to get Auntie Coco right, on bet. again? Yeah, let's try and let's try and get her on. Uh, Auntie Coco, she. Uh, she thought she, she, she thought she had she, it. she might have a a, a relapse. Damn, <laughs> coming in hot. Jesus, <laughs> first time at the table. God dang, he's putting his nuts out there. You calling up? You calling? So we're trying to get Antico on the line. She's a, a little under the weather today, um, but she planned on being here on the show. So we're gonna give her the benefit of the doubt. If not, she's probably uh, not feeling too well. Up. Yeah, probably, which yeah. is not a problem. And uh, since we're talking, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh God, I'm so sorry. Oh, God, no, I got so dizzy. Yeah, stay up there. We good, right? <laughs> I wish well, it was. That's the only thing that's helping. Taking that weed, Tessin? 
Ow. And Skoko, if you if you don't want to do it, we totally understand. Um, no, I'm just so sorry. I got kind of sick and so. People, and the fans want to know: Do you got COVID I do not. I just took a test. So you're negative. I have rapid test at home, and it is negative. I'm just regular sick. Wait, did you did you swab the booty though? <laughs> you got to take the swab in the booty <laughs> and see if you have COVID booty. That's no. how they do it in China, right? Yeah, that's how they do it in China. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the swab is made out of a uh, monkey ear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are <laughs> monkey ear. It's Coco. Um, well, first gross. of all, how have you been before we get into our topic? Well, I've been good. I've been, good. I've been a little sick bit right sick. Now. I've just been sick, but otherwise good. What's the topic? And I'm sorry, I was just very sick a minute ago, and I could not pick up. No, no, it's, it's completely fine. And whenever you uh, decide to head out, we'll. Uh, We'd appreciate and if I decide here. to head out, I'm going to just hang out. Well, okay. you can just tell us by. I mean, I'm still me. I'm still me. I'm still All right. Um, first okay. topic. Go ahead, what? Mark. So first topic, unfortunately, is um, the uh, school shooting that took place in Texas. And yeah. first of all, you know, prayers go out to the families of the the teachers and especially of the uh, the young children that mm. that were murdered that day. Um, you know what the fuck is going on in this world? Yeah, I think that's know? the number one question uh, a lot of people are asking, right? Yeah. Um, people are just wild right now. Was it? Was it? I don't want to say it was seventeen kids. It was nineteen, but I I, I nineteen. I think it was nineteen kids. Is yeah. that nineteen kids and two, two adults, teachers. or was it nineteen two, two people teachers. in total? Yeah, there's 19 children and two <clears throat> teachers. And then one of the other side side stories to that was uh, the uh, one of the teachers that was killed the next day, the husband. Had, I know, had he had a heart attack, attack right? Oh, God. It, I, I didn't hear about that. So not only did it the was, kids It was days mom, later, I think, and not, not even, what was it, one or two days, Mark? Yeah, so, you know, sad story there with their kids. You know, not only did they lose mom, but then they lose dad at the same time, too, you know. And I'm sure that was a result yeah. of the, the trauma of what took place, and, you know, the, the devastation of losing his, the wife, his wife, you know. So, but, you know, the question is, like, what, what what in the fuck is going on? Like, you know, the school shootings, they're becoming, just the, the mass shootings in public, period. Yeah. Are becoming more and more rapid. There was one another one today in was it Tulsa, Oklahoma, at the, yeah, the hospital. Four dead, right? Four dead, including the uh, the shooter. Um, maybe because the last report I saw, there was no details about the shooter being down, but there was four confirmed dead. There were fatalities for sure. Um, one of the things that was emphasized on a video I saw was that the police that were shown rushing in to the hospital to try to stop the active shooter, which I say, okay, you know, because of the, the uh, criticism that the police in um, Texas are, are facing right now with the time frame that it took for them to actually go into the school and do anything. And then the border patrol uh, tech team that went in, and uh, took action. And then there's a lot of details that come out, right? Little side story details about they went in and got their kids out first. Um, but they well, didn't. I understand change. that every baby, 
everybody's going to have some kind of opinion, speculation, yeah. Yes, yeah. an opinion then about my- how it was handled, how quick or how slow the police was there. But the thing is, that's also saying that you're trying to place blame on the police as well. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, and right? When situations like this act- happen, people are always looking for somebody to blame. Mm-hmm. And right now, the easy well, yes. the easy scapegoat is the police. the police. Yeah, because how long they took and that's messed to go up. In there. Yeah, because they're going in there. You have an active shooter that has wiped out an, nearly twenty people. And while he's doing that, it's pretty certain that they're they're reacting and trying to come to some sort of tactical plan. They're not just like dilly dallying and going, "Oh shit, there's a tool shooting." Especially with everything that's going on. I mean, I think people need to kind of take a step back so, and and think about that there is still some kind of response. Maybe it isn't fast enough with the urgency of the situation. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Oh, that you know that we should be satisfied with the time. No one's really going to be satisfied with it in some kind of way. Just like everyone's going to have an opinion in some kind of way. And everyone's entitled to that. Yeah. So the unfortunate thing is the kid is doing all this. And then there's the mom, sorry, who is saying, forgive me and forgive my son because he had his reasons. There's an article I think that came out about that. Yeah. And that was pretty, pretty wild. But even the 10 year old boy from where, where, um, hold on a second. I'll tell you more. Um, so the I, I, I have a different, have a different opinion. Than, so, so you know, you know, obviously here on the parbar, we don't always have to agree with each other or each sure. other's opinions. No. Okay. So my background, um, I look at, and, and granted, my disclaimer: I was not there. Obviously, Mm-mm, neither okay. I, of course, I and there. I'm not in law enforcement. I don't know right. how quick they should be there. You know, but oh, but you looking, do? looking at the situation. Through my eyes, understanding that before you go into a scenario, you always need a plan. plan there yeah. always has to be a plan, a tactical plan. Yeah. But at the same time, those are things that they actually train for. And from what I understand, they actually did do a live shooter scenario training a couple of weeks before it actually <clears throat> happened. Okay. When it comes to little kids in a school, you're in full tack gear with fully loaded weapons. Of course. The plan is let's go in there and get this motherfucker now. Yeah. And that, that plan does not take very long to put together. You go in and you do it. So for them to sit and him haul and go through their textbook of how are we going to do this? And there was a live active shooter and children being shot and killed and wounded during that time of what are we going to do to me from my point of view it is an unacceptable time frame time window i i don't know what the time frame was or i don't know what one one hour you know, what that was that amount of time should be minutes? given yeah. you know what they need to do but yeah. you know i'm not opposed I mean, hat, to hats off to the border patrol tech team that did go in there and make entry uh-huh. um but them also, you know, they, uh, it, it took a while. I mean, and a lot of those guys, they came in off duty. They heard the call on the radio. They went in their civilian vehicles, whatever. They had their tech gear and they got together and they formulated a plan. Boom. They went in, they did their thing. So I'm not going to take the attention off of the fact that they did that and they took yeah. the motherfucker out. Right. I, as a local 
law enforcement officer would feel embarrassed if another agency stepped in and did that job while we're standing on the sidewalk goosing butterflies. Sure. And we should have been the one busting down the door and letting rounds fly down range to take the son of a bitch out. Um, and had they acted faster, you know, you can Monday morning quarterback it, but had they acted faster, there maybe there have been more lives saved and less lives lost. I got, I got a question. Yeah. Does, does the situation change uh, because they're children? I think it uh, it does it does change because it intensifies the situation because sure. because I, they I, I agree I agree there needs to there needs I'm sure there is much more urgency there around it, that it does it increases that level of, of urgency of we got to get in there and do this I mean the loss of any human life in a situation like that is, is horrible and yeah it is extreme and it's tragic but when you look at young lives that are being cut short. Because of, uh, you know, some crazy son of a bitch. Idiot, yeah. And the people that can put a stop to it are standing outside. For an hour. You know, it's like, imagine being in a pool where you're drowning. And you're yelling for help. And there's people standing oh, there shit. on the top of the pool looking at you. And they, everybody's trying to decide, well, who's going to jump in there and save them? In the sure. meantime, while they're trying to decide, you're fucking drowning. You're taking in water in your lungs and you're drowning. And before... Or, you know, somebody finally decides, well, you know, fuck it. I'm going to jump in and I'm going to do something. It's too late. Mm. It's too late. You know, they're able to pull you out of the water, but nobody's able to save you now. You're done. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Real quick uh, to the to the people in the chat. Uh, our boy Ralph said a battle drill six. Mm-hmm. Not too sure what that means, but then he kind of clarified it. It says he's clearing the room. Uh, yep. Which is, uh, you know, close quarter combat. Clear the room. Eat room by room. Take it down. Sure, sure. Sure, and I mean, like, you're in full tack gear. Look, you're in full tack gear. You're you're trained to use your weapon. You took an oath, and in that oath, there's the possibility that you may have to lay your life down on the line for for another life. Especially, especially when it comes to the children, you have to put yourself in that line of fire. When they talk about the the thin blue line and, you know, doesn't run. Well, I'm sorry. You may not have run, but you sure as fuck stood still a long time, yeah. you know? And the families quite, in my mind, acceptingly, are pissed by every right. You know, and you can say, well, they're just Monday morning quarterbacking and that that agency is going to come up with all these different uh, excuses and reasons why they didn't respond right away. Um, Realistically, man, you're trained for this. You take an oath to lay your life down on the line to save others, to to uh, do your job. And and in my opinion, they failed. They failed miserably. So can I chime in uh, real real quick? So in my just thoughts right now uh, from listening to that. So over the the past, what, five years, uh, people have been looking for for ammo to to aim at the police, right? Yeah. You know, there's been, you know, we've been on both sides of the coin here. Yep. um, Trying to justify what we think is right and what's wrong. Um, But at this point, it's like everyone is on on the same 
on the same side here, at least when, when they look at the situation. At, at least what I think. Yeah. Like, what Mark, what you're saying is, yeah, I think what people wanted from the police was, shit, people are shooting kids. We got to go in there no matter what. Lives, we, yeah. just go, we just got to go in there. Um, and it's Coco, I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, and I can appreciate what you're no, saying. No, no, I, 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 I do understand because, too. you know, you might want to Listen, go, I'm, go not, I'm not saying like, hey, you know, let's, let's, I'm not saying there isn't any blame and I'm not saying that they couldn't have acted faster or shouldn't have acted faster or whatever. I'm just saying that not the full blame needs to be shifted there. I think, yes, everybody is accountable and responsible and accordingly, that's how they should respond and react and be right. and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But um, the, the root cause of it was this crazy motherfucker going exactly. to school. That, that. Uh, let's not well, forget yes, that. And, and, yeah. and that raises another point, though. Sorry, against what we're going to say. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say that there was an article about the this child, I mean, this young kid who did the work. And like I said earlier, there was some forgiveness that was being asked from the mom and that he, you know, he had his reasons for doing it. And I just don't think that that's acceptable. I think that there's, there's something that's really important and critical that she said there. And that, that the fact that she even said anything at all, you can't excuse anybody for something like that. And no. Well, nothing like that. Forgiveness is one yeah. thing. No, no. Forgiveness no. is one thing. Cause you have to do that in, in a lot of ways to get through life. Let's not say that, you know, I mean, that's going to take a lot from a lot of people. Yeah. True. But to say, you know, that, that just shows a lot that there's somebody coming in trying to make an excuse for it. So this person doesn't really gives me the impression that they don't really have any, um, Fear of consequence or or remorse at that need to be accountable for their actions. They're going to go do it because somebody's going to bail me out. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell my mom. My mom's going to go and tell me out about it. Yeah. That seems kind of harsh, I know, but given that his life was lost as well. But I'm just saying, there's there comes a point in time where you have to just let people be responsible for their actions, so we can get back to something a little bit more substantial across people instead of everything just being so about what I have on you and what you did and let's let's make excuses for this because after a while all those fucking ex- ex- all those reasons that they say he's had his reasons all that shit becomes excuses when you say that all the time yep yeah you know and and we're 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 almost um making it too easy for people to just fuck just off all the time it, and yep. make it okay because to a mental well, institution and not a for prison. this reason or that reason I mean, come on. Whatever the reason is, some of it's shitty. Yeah. And you need to be held accountable for that. No, I don't any, care who any, you are. Any I mean, violent act, I think, are. needs to be, uh, you know, uh, accountable dealt with, for. Yeah, dealt with the court. Uh, and, 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 yeah, and of course. Yeah, you can't, just, that's just grossly, I don't know. Because you, negligent, you, just, you I guess, just don't. To, uh, to say that it's okay for him to do that. Yeah, you just don't pick up the gun, literally make your way, start shooting, and then. Like, you, you can't say it, something just took over me or no. I'm, I'm yeah, no, no, bitch. Like you, you literally that, did you all the that actions shit to go yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah, you, you, you went there to go harm your fucking grandmother. If you're gonna harm and do some shit to your grandmother, you can do anything to anybody. Sure. Yeah. Clearly, which, which he proved. Well, exactly. Yeah. So no. Man, that's um shit. Well, nonetheless, it's a horrible situation. You know, in, in situations like this, like what Auntie Coco's saying also, mm-hmm. right, is 
everybody's going to look for somebody to blame. Right now, the easy scapegoat is the police, right? Yeah. Because out of everything that went down, the focus is on the time frame that it took for them to respond. Yeah. I agree with that. It was way too fucking long. Way too long. I'll tell you right now, if I'm sitting here at home or I'm at work and I hear an <coughs> active shooter at my kid's school. you going down there. You got that I'm show. going down there myself. And I'll be damned. They're going to have to shoot me and kill me to keep me from making mm-hmm. entry into that school yeah. to take the motherfucker out. If I get there and all those cops that are tack geared up are just Sitting. standing around trying to decide how they're going to do what they're supposed to be doing when okay, they were trained for going there like a war zone. My I'm going to look at them and go, oh, OK, well, you guys keep thinking about it. I've already thought about this because this is something as a parent that I think about. When you start hearing about all the shit happening around the country, you sit back and you think, okay, you know, if this shit ever happened at my kid's school, how am I going to react? I have it planned out in my head how I'm going to react. Now, is it going to happen like that? I don't know. Sure. You know, but the plan is in my head. If I show up and they're not doing something, I'm going to take action in my own. I might lose my life in in the process. But God damn it, I'm gonna lose my life giving it a fucking try. And I think that's Well, your plan is to protect your daughter and and, and the children. And, and any any that, of those that, kids that are in there and stop the crazy motherfucker that's in there trying to kill or killing or trying to kill kids or people, mm-hmm. period. Right. And I think that's what the the goal of or what people are thinking <laughs> that what the police should have done within an instant. Well look at yeah. there's a bank robbery. Look, look look let's look at the North Hollywood bank robbery. All these cops respond and they're tag geared up and they're sitting there and they're firing, having a gunfight on the streets of North Hollywood for motherfuckers robbing a bank. Okay, they robbed a bank. They stole some fucking money and these banks are money that's insured. But they're going to get into this fucking gun battle with these, these guys robbing a bank. Fast forward to what happened in Texas. There no, nobody's in a hurry with tag gear. To run in and take care of one guy that's killing kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can't pick and choose when you're going to do your fucking job. Your job is your job. If if you leave the house that day and you kiss your family bye and you don't make it home that night because you did your job and you lost your life in the line of duty, you know, sad, but you know what? You did it trying to do your job and trying to do the right thing and trying to save lives. And you know what? You went out in a blaze of glory and you went out as a hero. Yep. Yes. Your kids yeah. are going to grow up without you, but you know what? They could grow up proud knowing that their dad that or their mom yep. lost their life trying to save others. Yep. Right. Rather than having to be that kid growing up, knowing that your dad or your mom was one of those cops standing there on the sidewalk shooting the shit while kids were in school getting killed. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's uh, and we, and we like not to excuse everyone in the chat. We see, we do see uh, uh, TG, which is uh, Dina, Dina's pops, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he he had his uh, his thoughts. So the, the shooter planned to shoot up the school uh, one year prior. His claims were dismissed, uh, just like the Buffalo shooter. Um, then he also says, I think that before people can buy weapons, they should have to submit to LEO. Law enforcement. Law enforcement mm-hmm. and or military style psych exams, uh, which is, is uh, I kind of agree. Uh, yeah, no, I agree too. You know, uh, just just to prevent things like this happening. Um, 
And then uh, our, our boy Ralph says, uh, you know, clear one room on to the next. Uh, you know, I I think we're all in agreement that we uh, we're gonna do anything for our loved ones at at this point. If this uh, does happen, knock on wood that it doesn't. Um, but you know, I think we all agree we go to no ends to to help our family. Family, right? friend. Yeah. Um, but s- sad enough, this wasn't the only event within the week. Um, within the a, month, or no, within, bro, the, within the week. Or, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, week. literally. I mean, like we had the one up here in North County. It was a rent of one of us, a high school. There was a, a phone threat called in. They locked down all the schools up there. Yeah. Right. And then they had the shooter up on the balcony of the apartment. What looked like an AR just taking pop shots out of his balcony. Looks like for, I mean, just for jokes and giggles. I mean, not, not to say it like that, but like, I mean, like, Did was he hit he, anybody? Exactly. Was I, he I, don't, to- I don't know if he hit anybody. I saw the, the teaser story on it. I didn't see any of the updates on it. I just shook my head, threw my phone down. I was like, "This is fucking nuts!" Like, I didn't want to hear. I didn't. I didn't want to know anymore. Right at that point, right? Well, the ten-year-old kid in Florida who was arrested because he was saying that he was gonna boom shoot up his school. Yep. He was arrested at school. Ten years old. He he has a mugshot. <laughs> I mean, what? What? Wow, that's what's going on insane. here. You know, it's funny. Huh. So, a ten-year-old kid says something like that. They arrest him, but this motherfucker had planned it. Yeah, through. That he planned and, it and thought and it through, out. and it was known, and nobody did anything about it. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, and, and granted, two different agencies, two different states, two different locations, sure. right? Yep. They're all going to react differently. But I mean, that's too bad. I think there has to be some thing. sort of unified yeah. plan. Exactly. There, there should be some kind of nationwide what, what we have to do. I and mean, we got them for fires, we got them for earthquakes. I mean, for, uh, yeah, we got exactly. them for all natural disasters. This, mm-hmm. what state you live in? If they tell you there's an earthquake, yeah, what do you do? Get under the, Get table, under the fucking table, or a doorway. stand in the doorway. Yep. Everybody knows that, except for the states that don't have. Get them, in the door stay. jam. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. Um, uh, shout out to uh, real, real quick in the chat, Ultimate X Twenty Five. I don't know you guys That's know the that homie is. Xavier. Oh, shout out to X. If that's what they call you, I'm yeah, gonna call yes, you that. Yeah. Why? Because we control the shit. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that's why. Call you what the fuck we want. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, he also Ultimate said there's been mental health screening at this point. Too many school shooters and and shit getting guns. Yeah, I mean we we all agree, bro. Um, but I th- I feel like this question is gonna take up some time. So Antikoga, let me ask you this first. Uh, what do what do you think if you can pinpoint or maybe give three reasons why uh, these are more current now? more so than they've been in the past. I mean, I know we've had school shootings in the past, but it feels like every damn near six months we're hearing about one. Like, what, 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 what would you say, like, if you had a reason why, like if you could pinpoint it to, to some a certain thing, if you can? I think that it's, I think it's the access to too much information. Mm. Kids have the access to all kinds of information, and they really don't know what to do with it. So not, it's very, sure very easy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, quite frankly, mo- most of us are still, you know, having our own understanding of what all this information is, knowing that it is too much, not wanting to be that connected, but having that much access and then being so isolated in, in the last few years, I think that's contributed to the downfall in the way that people interact because people no longer can have just a normal conversation in person. It's much more awkward now. Yeah. It's almost like it's a new thing. Like what did we fucking do two years before? <laughs> so it's like, we've forgotten all of that. I think the, of the isolation 
and the access to different videos and different information and different trends and different ways to be and different influences and how everything is fucking okay. It's, it's not okay. No. So no one really knows what to do with it. It's become a complete pacifier at the same time too. So it makes us, makes it easier for us to manage things, manage children, manage time. But I think it's the access and, and the, and the not enough knowledge to kind of decipher what we really should deem as appropriate as a society. I'm not trying to govern and say I feel some sort of way, but in my personal opinion, that it, it, it really gives them only one perspective. They're sitting there taking this all in. No one else is really there to help you kind of break down what you're looking at, what you're reading, what you're understanding, and how you're accepting it or how you're receiving it. So that has a, has a huge impact on so many young people who see all these things that they are easily influenced to do things that may harm themselves or others, even in just words, you know. I know I joke around and say, oh, words hurt and we need a safe place, but that's because, you know, we've gotten so soft. Yep. But mm. it is it is just, I think that they are, they don't really know what to do with it, neither do we. There aren't really any rules, and we're not really enforcing any sort of repercussion for any kind of action. So we're just sort of saying, oh, there it is, and well, that's how she is, and that's what it is, and this could be why, and all of these different reasons. And maybe we can just kind of look inside and go, shit, maybe we need to be a little bit more present in the people versus present in what's happening in other people's lives in quips and clips and seconds and private videos and secret things. And, you know, it's just too much. Let's just drop all of that and get back to what it was like to um, have a little bit of privacy and just take, take in your own surrounding, I think. Well, and think about it too, right? In these shootings, how is it that we can, there can be a repercussion to the action when the majority of the time the active shooter either takes themselves out or is taken out? So that, to me, at that point, that's that's like the ultimate repercussion of their actions, right? So the thing is, is that they're not caught to go through the system. Well, they're not really being held accountable. That's what I'm saying. So they're not not able to be made an example of to other potential um, shooters out there. Yeah. Right. No. So it's becoming it's like, a trend, oh right? I'll do all this and take myself out. So yeah. And so once you know, once once it happens, it. and you get people out there that are in the same type of mental uh, state, whether they're being bullied, they're depressed, they're angry, whatever. They've already seen that. You know what? I could just go shoot up a bunch of people, and yeah. I'll take myself Nothing's out. So gonna I'm going to take my anger out on oh, society. And I'm either going to take myself out or the cops because I'm too much of a coward to do it myself. I'm going to let them take me out. So wow. they've seen it done yeah. once. They've seen it done twice. So now, you know, it's that copycat mentality. Hey, fuck it. It's it's once again, because life is it's made easy. so easy for them. Exactly. So it's e- it's an easy route for them to express their anger, anger. their depression, whatever the fuck it is that's going to cause them to do it. It's an easy route for them to do that. And it's an easy route. And out. it was because of this. And it was because of this. And it yeah. was because of this. So now you're going to offer yourself you know, instead of facing of this that shit head on. With mm-hmm. the canceling, canceling stuff? No. 
which comes back to the generation is right. or people are getting way more softer. Yeah, it's a softer generation. You well, know, the, I mean, Dina, uh, speak to that real quick because you're you're not. I'm not gonna say you're soft, but <laughs> um, but you're you're the younger generation. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like you might have grown up around uh, tougher people. Yeah, of course. Um, not just saying men or or women, you know, women, uh, men and women. You you were with a tough family. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. Well, what do you see? I mean, I, I kind of exclude you from that group because, honestly, I wouldn't be hanging out with you if you did, you know, replicate these no, characteristics. Um, that's just being honest. Um, but what do you think, man? Like, what? what it's just soft. Like, deal with your deal with your shit. Why take it out on innocent people? Why inflict pain on other people just because you know you're sad or anything? Sure, and I guess or the fam- anger. Or the anything. famous saying is "hurt people, hurt people," right? But I don't say I abide by those rules or, mm-hmm. or whatnot, but yeah. um, it's uh, it's just nuts to me. It's just yeah, and and, and, and you know, kids really on kids. Well, that, I think that's that's what that's hurts what all us all the most. Yeah. Well, then that's that's what makes it even more of a cowardice act, right? Yeah, sure. Is the mm-hmm. fact that it was done against small children. Yeah. You know what that, I mean? That are defenseless. Because, yeah, again, kids, it's easy, right? It's easy. Daughter. No one's going to suspect you going in there. No one's going to think that you're going to go in. And the last thing that we all want is to harm little children, no matter who you are, except for you if you're a fucking predator. But, you know, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the last thing you think at school. That's the place where that should be the safest place. It's where they go to learn exactly. and where they go to grow. Mm-hmm. And despite what's going on in this crazy world, there still has to be some sort of place for them to still become and learn and feel safe to be in this space, to be together and, you know, be Lord of the Flies at school. You know what I mean? Yep. I just think it's just too easy for them as well. It's way too easy. In the past, since I've been alive for 22 years, it's I've seen, what, maybe like six, seven school shootings? The mass ones. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's plenty that and it's uh, happened. don't get in the, you know, the nationwide news or whatnot. But uh, yeah. And it's happened in a course of uh, two or three years uh, spread apart from each other. Uh, more or less a, as of recent, you know, there's been, you know, uh, probably a couple of decades or a decade at least in between yeah. uh, one of the major ones that. W- and sadly now it's like almost common, which is so sad to say, right? Oh, yeah. another one. Where? 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 Like, my God. Yeah, and that, why? That's, that's why is it? And why are we desensitized we to time. another school shooting? Yeah. Right. And, and that's you know, we. Uh, real quick, and uh, Dina said that uh, we we become numb numb to it, uh, meaning like numb to yeah. the story on, on the news, and you know it's like damn another one, yeah, like exactly. damn another one. It's like damn, but it's like he's right. Can you it, really say that from the bottom of your heart? From, from no, I mean like you know what I mean. Like yeah, no. It, it, it's just because you you hear it through the media. It's um, it's de- don't get me wrong. It's definitely important, and we need to figure out ways to stop this shit. Mm-hmm. But um. Like like the saying goes, it, it doesn't hurt you until like it's your own. Yeah, and you too. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's sad to say you because know? you know I, I pray to God it don't happen to none of my own. Because um, well, yeah. I pray to God it don't happen at all. Yeah, but all. you know what I mean. It, just thinking about it, like it'll make me devastated for to see any kid, that adult, mom, shit, uncles, aunts, like cousins, brothers, mm-hmm. sisters, oh, like yeah. you know what I mean. Like it, it don't matter. Like. Oh. Like that, that is what is truly frightening at this point because shit, it happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that and they're just getting younger and younger. Exactly, yeah. and I think that's where. Where does it? Where does it begin? What? What? Where what the fuck does it? Where that? You where, know? And I just, I don't know. That's what where I. Where does it stop? 
Well, hopefully it stops now. Propaganda. Uh, where the fuck does it stop? You know what I mean? Like, what's, what, what's, what Vince what's, said, what's the what's the the the, the next defining steps. factor? Like yeah. when is enough? Enough it's, it's is enough. enough. You know I mean? like, it's exactly. enough. Nineteen young, mm. promising souls. Yep, lost their lives. It's fucking enough. Well, one should be enough. It's enough. Yeah. You know, one should definitely be enough. But it's um, it, it's very disheartening. To, fuck man. to hear anything in the teens, yeah, bro. Like I, I think we're all getting a uh, really sentimental with this. Why? Because we all know, have nieces and nephews mm-hmm. that this could have easily happened to, and um, shit, we don't, we don't. Well, want. And just knowing, you know, yeah, exactly. Poor little kids, they're 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 done. Like what the fuck, really? Yeah, and you, wow. and shit. There's a reason why fucking I I drive past or go the opposite <laughs> way. And when I go to the cemetery, not to go visit, like, past those kids. Why? Mm-hmm. Because of these damn thoughts, exactly. Yep. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's, uh, it shit is crazy, man. Like, um, now kind of flipping the coin before we got, we got about 10 minutes at least here for, for the, the episode. We're going to keep going. But, um, if you could advise one way to help stop, stop these situations and to go, go, let me go with you first and then we'll round table to D and then Mark and then myself. One one way, like, one if way you, to if you were to one idea to help stop or deter the, the madness, or at least yeah. Um, I think just take some time off of social media and do some other mm. shit. Get back to you know simpler things. I mean, it sounds so cheesy, right? Like camping or going to the beach or something. The summer is here. Like get 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 yeah, outside and. Happy. Be something a little more social in person, Disconnect. not social media, as in vacation, blah, 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 all that bullshit. Yeah. D? Mm. To stop the school shootings or just uh, let, mass let's shootings? Do, let's just general. go with uh, mass violence in general. Mass violence. Because this can apply to any it's a lot. Know, age range. Tying up gun laws, mental health, there's. I don't know. There's so much stuff that needs to be done that government's not looking at to fix. They just look over it and just keep rolling with it because I guess it makes some more money. <clears throat> that's a whole new uh, conversation, conversation with that with Dina. True, um, true. We can go hundred, hundred oh, to two, three hours We on need that. to pray. Um, yes, yeah, so I mean, up probably just stop up. being so soft. Like it's just words. It's just, uh, assuming that's what it is, yeah. If, if it's uh, that, assuming yeah. that's what it is, yeah. We don't know what these people have been through, mm-hmm. but in the end, is this the solution? Probably, you know, no, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, don't keep it into yourself. Speak up if you're get the sad. Help, yeah, get the help. Yeah. Don't take it out on kids or take it out on your grandma or dad Shit, or something. Anybody else? Like anybody to help? Um, yeah, there's people that can talk to you and probably has gone through the same thing as you that can help you. Yeah. Instead of you killing yourself or killing. Thousands of people, people or fifty people, whatever. How many people it is? Yeah, not what, one is enough, bro. Yeah, I mean, talk about it. Yeah, one person is enough in my book. To, well, it's hard. To, it's hard. I know. Yeah, I mean, any murder is murder. Thousand to one. I mean, the shit is what it is. I say, get some help. Just get help. All right, Mark, what you got? So a couple of things. Go ahead, talk to him. It's easy for <laughs> us to sit back and say, toughen up. And not not attacking what mm-hmm. you said, but how in the fuck 
is a generation of parents that was brought up soft supposed to teach their kids not to be soft. You are correct. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you look at the generations and the, the waves of generations, and I've said this before on the show, when I was coming up, we came up strict. Pops was hard on us. Mom was hard on us. You went to a friend's house. You showed your ass. Their parents whooped your ass. Then you got home and you get your ass whooped again for showing your ass to somebody else's house. It's the way it was. But at the same time that that was happening, there was a lot of other parents out there that were trying a new approach. And they were going through these child psychology books. And they were raising their kids based off of these child psychology books. Those parents or those kids grew up to be parents that started putting their children in timeout squatting down so they could talk to the children eye to eye at the same level and tell them over and over again. Now, Billy, stop it. Billy, stop. Billy, I'm not going to tell you again. Stop. Stop, Billy. Billy, I'm not going to tell you again. Stop. 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 And I'm sitting there going, just whoop, whoop Billy's ass. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, now I, Billy I, grows up. the third stop, but fuck yeah. that. Now, Billy stop. grows up. Being able to do whatever the fuck he wants to do, and he steps out into a world that says, no, you can't have what you want to have. Now Billy's sitting there crossing his arms, stomping his feet, and he's throwing a fit because he's- Calling his mom. Yep, and now he's entitled, and mommy's going down to the school and yelling at the teacher for punishing Billy because she's too stupid to admit that she raised Billy as a little bitch, and he can't handle real life. Now- Billy goes out and he has his kids and his kids, he brings them up and he brings them up with um, everything's nice, everything's pretty, and this is how everybody should be. This is how I am with you. And when Billy reaches some bullies, instead of Billy knowing how to defend himself and whoop that bully's ass, Billy goes home and cries into his pillow and then he has enough and he steals somebody's gun and goes and shoots up a school. Because he's unhappy for the first time in his life. And he doesn't know how to handle that shit. So how can we tell parents that are soft to teach their kids to be tougher? It's not going to happen. We're we're lost in that. Mm -hmm. Now, other point. We talk about social media. Social media is a big factor in this. We all know this. We know this. Why is it that the government and all these organizations conform and jump in and stop something like vaping. Mm. Oh, it, vaping is bad for the children. It, it creates this. It creates that. They're going to have these long-term uh, side effects, you know, health <laughs> side effects. So they start this campaign, and they get it on a ballot, and they vote, and it becomes a law, and they, they ban it. Cigarettes, alcohol, all this shit that... All these people in the government want to say, this is toxic to our children. This is bad for our children. We got to stop this. They start, they, they create these laws to ban, to stop, to limit, to regulate. But when the fuck are these politicians and these fucking groups going to wake up and realize that the real poison right now in our society is social media? When are they going to stand up to the social media epidemic and say, hey, wait a minute. This is a fucking poison to our youth. Mm -hmm. This is damaging our children. What they're seeing, what idiots are putting out there, these influencers, all these videos that people are putting up, this false news, 
all this distractive uh, shit that's put out there to keep people's face like this constantly and keep their attention off of the real world and the real people around them. Auntie Coco said something earlier about conversations. Nobody can have those guys. Everybody's afraid to have those conversations, mm -hmm. those crucial conversations, crucial confrontations that growing up, you learn how to have those crucial conversations, how to deal with those crucial confrontations. It happens in real life. It happens at home. It happens with friends. It happens in the workplace. You have to learn to deal with these things. But the world around us is changing to where you don't have to have those conversations anymore. Let's take the mean person out of the equation and let's reward the pussy yep. in this <laughs> whole equation and make the person who's just trying to make this guy or this gal a better person, let's make them the bad guy and let's counsel Can't them. Yeah, no. Okay? And let's reward the shitty worker who was told by their boss, you're a shitty worker. You need to do this. This is how you're going to get better. They run, oh my God, he told me I was a shitty worker. They're, my feelings are hurt. So they get rid of that, that boss that just told the shitty worker that they're a shitty worker. So now what happens? Shitty workers reward it with keeping their job and they could continue on being a shitty fucking worker. Okay? Social media. It's an epidemic. I don't see anybody stepping to the forefront and starting a campaign and going and standing on Congress floor or the Senate floor and saying, we need to ban, we need to just dissolve this social media shit because this is what it's doing. This is what it's putting out there. This is what it's doing to our youth, our society, the world around us. And it's damaging. It's damaging to everything that we are as a country, as a people, as a culture, Altogether, I don't see anybody stepping to the forefront for that. You know why? Because the addiction is so fucking strong and nobody wants to be that person on those social media platforms mm. being brought to the forefront as this is the person that's trying to stop us. This is the person that's trying to stop this. Look at the, the criticism Elon Musk was facing with buying Twitter because he wanted to bring back free speech to something like I have Twitter. no problem with that. Yep. Right? Yeah. He's able to, and he did it. He I don't did have it. no fucking problem with that. You know what? That's the if American you don't like dream, it, right? Don't use it. Don't use like it. Exactly. But you got all these it's people. It's a very <laughs> easy way to control people. Yeah. So keeping them on there will keep a, a large majority of the global population. And, and you look at social media as, well, as what it is. That's what it is. All censorship. Right? Yeah. If you say what the majority doesn't want to agree with or listen to, you get, you get canceled. Yep. They cancel your account. They put you in Facebook jail. They lock you out of TikTok or Instagram, whatever the fuck it is, because the powers that be in those social media platforms don't agree with you because the majority of their backers don't agree with you and they got their feelings hurt. They're going to support the, the hurt feelings right. rather than standing up and going, you know what? <laughs> it's freedom of speech, baby. There you go. You know? a bitch. Yeah. Quit, and, uh, quit being a stupid bitch. Well, because we have to make too many considerations. Right. And people have are, are really, will have, okay, it, my observation, the, the it, it's been misused. Consideration is no longer making considerations or having considerations for others in a positive way. Mm -hmm. You know? It's like now we have to be considerate of this and considerate of that. And it, it's, it's unfortunately just 
things. I don't know. It's, it's just sad. Man. No, I got you. Too, I, much, I too many all... feelings, too many emotions, all this cancel culture. Like, how come that's a thing? Why is that a thing? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Be Why do we sad. have to keep like talking about how everybody doesn't like this because it hurts my feelings or this is appropriation and you did this 25 years ago and who fucking cares? Like, if, if the government can step now, in and tell a woman what she can do with her body, oh, okay, yeah, that's a whole. That's a whole. If the oh, government yeah. could step in and regulate to a woman what it is that she can do with her body, and take away no. her freedom of choice when it comes to <laughs> whether you're going to have a kid or you're going to abort the kid, All right. why the no. fuck can't they step in and regulate something like social media? Now, yeah. the other question. Why can't the they regulate trafficking of children and people? Facts. Right? I mean, yeah, vapes are bad for people. So is fucking trafficking. Yeah, we got tra- we got control on vapes and all this other shit, but we don't have control on where our fucking human beings are in the world. We have birth certificates, but we lose them. Yeah, right? Yeah. What? What? We have borders, but we can't enforce them. I mean, come we on. can't enforce Reality? them, but we can't keep track of anybody. But we're going to let everybody in, but we don't know who that is. But yeah, that should be okay them. because everybody's cool. Everybody just needs a place to be. I mean, it's anybody. just yeah. it's all one big clusterfuck of a. So one of the one of the questions was, <clears throat> what, what do I think, or what do we think would be a way to curb or to stop or to um, demotivate? I'm going to make up a word. These mass shootings on the schools. I don't know if you guys saw it. The one video of the school where all of the teachers and oh, staff yep. are strapped. Yep. Everybody carries a gun. Yeah, I saw that. And I saw that too. And I was like, I it's a fucking that. awesome idea. Mm-hmm. If I'm a shooter and I know I, I'm not going to that school mm-hmm. because everybody there is strapped. And if I step through that door... Not only do they have an armed guard that's looking for somebody like me to take me out, but then they have every, if I take them down, they got a whole staff of teachers and principals and custodians and whatever else that are all strapped, ready to go, trained and ready to go. Right. And they talk to the students in the school and they ask them, do you feel safe or do you feel threatened that your teacher has a gun? And they're like, we feel yeah. safe. We feel safe because we know somebody comes in, at least that teacher or that principal, whoever it is, that staff has a fighting chance against that one or two gunmen yep. to take them out. It would be cool if you can grab a gunman and then have a duel, but not really a duel. You just stand them there and then you get to shoot them. Friend. No, death by Conga Bunga. You know what I mean? You know, I honestly, when it comes to these fuckers right here, if we could catch them alive before they turn the gun on themselves. It should be an embarrassing, torturous, oh, painful, yeah. oh yeah, long, drawn out, painful, treacherous, embarrassing, public, public, treacherous, painful, embarrassing, humiliating, slow execution. No, to the point where they're big. I mean, you're peeling off squares skin. of skin. Mm-hmm. And letting the neighborhood dogs come and take their turn peeing without on them. Without getting mean, graphic shit on like it, right, that. Mark? Fucking, no, getting... fuck that. This is the way that, that shit like that. Let's get, let's, <laughs> in the words of Ving Rhames from Pulp Fiction, about to go medieval on this motherfucker. <laughs> let's do it. 
Yeah, you know agree. what I mean? If you I can agree. do create some violent, fucking embarrassing way to dissuade these assholes from doing the shit they're doing, then maybe, just maybe, they'll think twice before they look at countries where they cut off your fucking hand for stealing. What do you think the crime rate's like there? Or graffitiing. Uh, or graffitiing. graffitiing. Mm-hmm. Fucking chewing gum. Singapore. Chewing gum. Spitting. You get caned. You, you, it's fucking punishable. You can't go certain places with a phone with a camera. It's it's punishable by law. So people don't do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But here, we create these no laws. No unification so here, guys. We, we have no unity. No, we, we no create these fucking laws, the but we're so States, lax either. on the enforcement of the laws. How are you going to create Everybody's a law that you're not even different. willing to fucking enforce? You got this... I'm going to go on my rant. You got this... No texting and talking on your phone while driving law, right? But people do it. Why? Because they don't treat it the same way that they treat a fucking DUI. When the deaths on the highways of this, of this country are higher and are caused by because people on their phones, either texting or talking on their phones, that the death rate is higher than people who are driving drunk and get into vehicle incident and they kill people. The rate is higher for people on their phones than it is DUI. But yet, you still treat the DUI as a higher crime than the motherfucker on their phone. Should be the same. This person here knows it's against the law. It's a law. It's a law. And you're breaking the law. You're willing to go ahead and break the law and put your, your life, and not just your life, but the lives of everybody on the road around you at risk. Because you want to send this message, you want to update your status, you want to have this conversation, you're breaking the fucking law. What makes you any different than a crackhead who's breaking into the neighbor's house? Makes you no different. You're breaking a fucking law that you know you're not supposed to be breaking. And the law, the difference is the crackhead's not trying to kill anybody. He's just trying to find something that he could sell for his next hit. You, on the other hand, know you're not supposed to be doing this because the danger of it is you're not paying attention. You could kill yourself or somebody else, but you're going to do it anyways. So what's the worst crime? The person who's taking a risk on their phone on the road. So why not punish that kind of crime more harsh than this crime or that crime? That's what I'm saying. We come up with these laws, these rules of the country, of the land that we live in, but nobody's willing to enforce them the way that they should be enforced. Why? Because you have too many other people jumping in. Well, that's cruel and unusual punishment. Fuck you. There's, there's certain laws that are set in place for a reason, and there's punishments that come with them. And if you break that law and, and you, you, you commit that crime, then you deserve to face whatever punishment comes with the law, the, the crime that you committed. You can't, can't do the time, don't do the crime. But that shit doesn't apply today. So you got gun laws, they got these gun restrictions, you know, you got people that are against it, you know, all this other shit, but people are going to still continue to do this stuff until we come up with something more harsh, more embarrassing, and just, and and more lethal Mm -hmm. to dissuade, to discourage this kind of shit, you know, but as far as generation goes to teach your kids to be stronger, to be harder, to not be so weak, I'm sorry to say, that breed is pretty much dead. And we're we're kind of at a country now, as a people, we're in this position where it's like, 
where do we go from here? You're at rock bottom. Eventually, this world's got to wake up and understand that what's happening now, what's going on now, it's not working. It's not fucking working. Being on social media and worried about celebrity shit, I don't give a fuck. Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. So what? To you. You know what I mean? So, Honestly, to you. Yeah. So no, I'm not saying to me, but I'm just no, saying. I'm saying so fucking what? It doesn't mean shit to me. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't change the dynamic of my family and my home. It doesn't change shit for me. But people are going to live on it. They're going to harp on it. It's going to be talked about. You still see that shit. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? Let's talk about the real issues. Look what happened in Texas. Look at these 19 little angels. What happened? That's the real fucking issue here. Why? When is enough enough? It's enough. Well, it's been enough. And all these fucking lazy politicians need to get off their fucking asses. And the people need to realize we do not live and work for the politicians. They fucking work for us. This work that you do, these taxes that you pay, pay them. That means they fucking work for us. Why do they get to rule the fucking country and make millions and millions off of everything and create these rules and laws that benefit nobody but them? And nobody in this country is doing shit, but we're quick to jump up and fucking protest so-and-so because they said something when they were 14 years old. And they're now in their 40s. And let's go ahead and counsel them. Fuck that. Let's move on. Let's take care of this real shit right here. These piece of shit politicians that we have sitting in Washington, wherever the fuck you live, that don't do their fucking job. And they're living. They're worse than anybody who's living on welfare. People on welfare, they're they're at the bottom with everybody else because they're still at the mercy of these politicians. You talking about somebody living off the government tit? It's the politicians. They're living off the people's tit. The taxes we pay, pay them. They get richer, and they get to set the rules of the land for us to live by. And they enforce that shit to their benefit. And everybody bows down to that. And people need to wake the fuck up and take this country back. This is the people's country. Take it back. Let's fix the shit to fit us and our society and make our world better here. Period. I don't mean to go on this political fucking rant, but man, this shit's sitting on my shoulders. And with this shit that happened in Texas with these poor kids, man, it just tears me up inside because I have a little girl that's the same age as those angels that lost their lives. And I'll be damned that I let somebody step into her school and take her or her classmates out. If I have to lay my life down, to try to stop that shit, I will. I don't give a shit. I will do that. And so you call me, call bullshit on me on if you want. Call bullshit on me if you want. But if that shit ever went down, you're going to hear my name in the fucking obituaries if I lose it. Or you're going to hear my name as a fucking hero as I'm cuffed and dragged away, but I'm going to be a fucking hero. because And I'm not doing it to get that hero status. What I'm saying is I'm going to take action. Because I'm tired of the shit. Those kids in Texas did not deserve what they got. Any of these other people that are that fall victims of these fucking maniacs out there did not deserve what they got. And the shit needs to stop. And while we're sitting here talking about this, and I'm getting emotional about this, 
these politicians are sitting back on their fat asses, smoking their fancy cigars and drinking their fucking 150-year-old scotch, and they're not doing shit about shit. And that's the reality of it. And that's all I got to say about that. You sure? You're listening to the Par Bar on Island City? <laughs> Where the bitch meets the stricks? That's it. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and exclude my, my portion of the show. Where we're going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> do that on the on the next time. We're gonna, we are gonna we need to get out of here. Uh, Antikogo, appreciate you uh, for sitting in, even though you're, you're feeling sick. Um, She's probably yeah, asleep no, right now. Thanks. So, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. Sure, uh, I, uh, no, no, I was listening. Is, 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 I, I feel I, I feel you. I feel you, Mark. I do. I feel um, you. And Coco, we we hope you get better. We're, we are looking forward to our guest next week. Well, we should have a full house next week, so that'll be that'll be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, tell him to bring my book. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let them know. For those that uh, watch that episode, you might have a hint on who, who that is. But if That's not, we'll go in and promo that. him uh, later this week. Uh, let's not do that shit either. Um, I'm, offend- I'm offended. It's like, you know, I know you're uh, Japanese. Keep it to a minimum. Let's just keep it to a minimum. Yeah. Cool. Um, and Skogo, yeah. you got anything before we head out? Um, nah? Just pray. Pray. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hey, get better. Pray for everybody. Yes. And get better. Stay hydrated. Yeah, exactly. Take your uh, mucinex. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that it was negative. It's just a cold. Probably what I had over the week. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just, yeah, uh, I just felt really shitty for the last few days. And then yeah, just pump your meds. Today. Pump your meds. Stay hydrated. Yeah. D, yep. you got anything? Yeah. Recommendations? Nah, just say, yo, yeah, you can say the recommendation. Recommendations? Mm, smoke some weed and chill out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Leave that to this motherfucker over here. Smoke some weed. Smoke some weed and chill out. That's what this weed is. Mark, what you got? I'm done. Oh, oh really? Yeah, that was it, man. <laughs> All right. I'm on E right now. Yeah, you on E? Okay. I'm on E right now, man. I'm emotionally, I'm on E. Oh, is E for emotional? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I fuck with it. Nah, I, re- I respect everything you guys said. Uh, definitely uh, one for the books. We we've had the chat going kind of crazy. Um, you know, here on the here on the bar, we do talk about realistic issues, and seeing as we haven't talked about this uh, yet, seeing as our first time back here in a while, we we had to give you uh, our our thoughts on this only because, um, as we said, it could happen to anyone. Um, we want to let people know, shit, man. If y'all having a hard time, we said it here uh, years ago, but shit, you could DM us. Any one of us will probably help help get, get back to you. Yep. Um, shit, we you know, we only got to make it public. We could we'll try to the best of our ability to help out with what we can. Oh uh, yeah, man. At least at least appoint you to to the person or help you might need. Um, if if that's the case, yeah. shit. If you even if you don't need help, you want to come chop it up with us, shit. The DM is right there as well. Uh, we're always here for we shits and giggles. Hey, and and if, if, if you have something that you want to come on the show and talk about, shit, hit us up. We'll bring you on the show. We'll you screen you. Yeah. We're not just letting anybody on this bitch. Fuck <laughs> that. Actually, We've done you that know, before. That shit didn't no, work. You're absolutely right fun? because you know what? I ain't just letting any motherfucker up in That's my garage. That's what I'm saying. Let me some old yeah, Mark should get on the show. The fuck Mark did? No, no. You got to stop at the bottom of the hill, get frisked. You got to go through customs. You got to go through x-ray machines. Yep. COVID tests. That's why Ins Coco couldn't couldn't pass. She, she yeah, COVID in the booth. I was I was in the middle of a COVID test. 
just in the middle of a swab. <laughs> COVID booty swab. Oh, oh man, my yeah. God. But, um, no yeah, way. Yeah, hit us up. Got the appreciate monkey everyone that's watching here on Switch. Um, yeah, shout to Pahu. Uh, let's Pahu. see. Uh, Dean, <laughs> Dean does pops. <laughs> uh, what's Big your dad's D. name? What's Big dad's? D's uh, nuts. Eustace. Call him Tony. Tony. Yep. Yeah, Tony. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say I gotta call my Uncle Tony because he's a little shit. Uncle Tony, Tony, whatever you want to go by. Appreciate shit, you for you're watching. You're younger than me. I ain't calling you Uncle. <laughs> yeah, shit. Uh, shout out to V Clips. <laughs> shout out to Jack Rabbits. And uh, shout out to everyone else that's been here on the chat. It's been a wild one. Uh, until next week, guys, we do have a special guest next week, as we know of now. Um, and definitely don't want to miss this one. Why? Because we did have one with this guest and earlier was, this year. And it was an epic show. And it was. Oh, Kiki the Fat Kid said, yo, how about me? Oh, about time you uh, chime oh, in, Kiki I mean, the Fat Kid. Oh, Kiki. We had a whole conversation. Shit. Finally put that bag did of we, chips down. Did the we, and chime in. Didn't, we didn't yeah, see what all that okay. scrolls just mounted to see who was there. Yep. Um, shout, hey. shout out to Kiki. Uh, <laughs> and real quick, just, just real, real quick. Like, for those of you out there, you know, I went on my rant. And if I if I offended anybody, you know, if I struck a nerve with anybody, too anything bad. that I said, yep, too bad. I mean, I, I, I'm speaking. I'm speaking from the heart. Yep. You know, but yeah. If I got too political, I will apologize for that too because Parbar, uh, uh, we try not to be political at all. So, but with that being said, Vince, too T, bad. What's the matter, man? Man, I'm smacking my wrist. <laughs> well, then no smack it, motherfucker. Let's go. With that being said, wrap it up, Pete. Wrap it up, Pete. With that being said, with that being said, we gonna catch y'all later. <laughs> Until next week, y'all. Escalators. Shoes. This is Island City Radio.